we have ideas and we have timelines in our minds very often of what it is that we want to accomplish. And a lot of the time, the actual thing that happens, the result, doesn't always line up with the same timelines. Hi, welcome to the Connect with Sheila Vitello podcast, Instagram live summer conversation series. I'm so thrilled to be doing something a little different for this season so that we can have some shorter conversations about things that are coming up for myself and my guests over as we look at the first part of this year. We've already had a few conversations and they will be also posted to my podcast feed through the summer. And this one that I'm doing now is the one that kicks them all off to really talk about what it is that has really landed for me during this season in terms of what have I learned from the first half of this year. And that is, it takes as long as it takes, but it doesn't need to take long. (laughs) And let me just give you some context. So often when we're looking at building something new in our life, creating something new, whether it be a new offer, whether it be starting a business, whether it be really developing your relationship to a place where you really just feel like you're in a good place, whether it be developing your parenting style. We have ideas and we have timelines in our minds very often of what it is we want to accomplish. And a lot of the time, the actual thing that happens, the result doesn't always line up with the same timelines. And you know what? I think many of us are taught that success needs to take a long time. And that very often that getting the thing you want, being successful needs to be really, really hard. And I've learned through the last six months as I've really been deconstructing this in my own life and looking back as well as moving into some new areas of growth this year, witnessing myself going through it. And I've discovered it doesn't always have to be that way. Truly success doesn't need to be this really, really hard drudgery type of experience. And it doesn't need to take forever and ever. And I realize that Everything does have a timeline and there's so much that goes into how things work out in time. And that's why I'm saying it doesn't have to be this way. I think for myself, as I look at things that I've done uh, through my life, the intentionality, the effort, the focus that I've put into certain actions and certain projects have been directly correlated to what I thought needed to happen first. For instance, feeling like I needed to be a total expert on something before ever even stepping a little baby toe into teaching it. When I realize now that so often the most beautiful part of teaching is when you're, yes, further ahead from the people who you were teaching about the concept that you're teaching about, but also that you're bringing them along with you. And it's knowledge that is not so far in the past that there's still a freshness to it. And that you're teaching from a place of still exploring, still getting curious, still being creative, 
because frankly, it's a lot more fun to teach from that place. We've all had those teachers in our life who maybe in school, they taught a certain subject for decades. And as they taught, there was kind of a blah kind of feeling to it because they just, they knew it inside out. They maybe weren't as passionate about it anymore. Some teachers, don't get me wrong, they have taught the same thing over and over and they're like always learning new things and new ideas. And they're so passionate about it. That's what my son's science teacher was like. She just loves science. And so it doesn't matter how much she's been teaching it. She just is so lit up. And of course, science is continually coming up with new discoveries and we're learning things, right? Uh, personally, I love neuroscience. Like that blows my mind as to what we're always learning about the mind. And so this whole idea though, needing to absolutely be an expert before teaching people how they can transform in certain ways. If there are things that you've personally accomplished, or if you have a certain element of whether it be education or training or whatever, those things are great. We don't have to have PhDs though, in order to truly help people transform. Because what I've found in my own personal experience in the coaching and mentoring space as a coach and as someone who has been coached is the people who have been teaching me and guiding me and mentoring me have been able to shine a light on areas of my life to help me further understand, deepen my growth in those areas. And they're there to kind of reflect to me those things that I'm learning because often the answers are in within ourselves and we need someone to sometimes walk us through that to really make us aware make us present to that information. So with that said, myself, I've also done that with people being able to walk with them along their journey and really asking them a lot of questions that cause them to look within as to, oh, what are the things that I need to shift in order to get the outcome that I want? Actually, I do know the answers and they just needed for me to highlight that for them and to be able to help give them clarity about what those things are, permission to really just own it, and then the accountability to help them follow through on the next steps that were presented to them when they answered their own questions. And so to do that, I just need to be able to be really tuned in to that person, be present, have, yes, beautiful, resources and things that I've learned over the years. And I mean, I've been in the wellness space now for 30 years and that's another area that's constantly growing. And we're learning so many new things about nutritional science, which is fascinating to me. And also, like I mentioned, neuroscience and the way it's all connected, our nervous systems, uh, you know, the, the whole way society operates. And now as technology continues to change and now AI is coming in and all of these different elements that are impacting our daily life. Now we can see how is it starting to impact our mental health? How is it starting to impact our physical health, our belief in ourselves? So many things, right? So it's always constantly refreshing itself. And so now my work has become more about really helping people get grounded again in this time where there's so much that can take their attention and, and really help them not compare themselves so much to what they're seeing out there, but more so reconnecting, reconnecting to who they are and to what is important to them. 
And it's a whole new skill set for many people to be able to truly listen to what is happening inside of themselves and to what their next step should be based on the truth of who they are and what is meant for them in their life. This is a beautiful space to be, and I, I really personally enjoy it. And what I've learned is I can be in the moment as I am guiding people through, and I don't need to be that far ahead. And so it's just, this is one example for you to look at your own life and see where are you holding back and where have you been holding back, waiting for the perfect time the perfect amount of education or experience before you really move forward in that thing that you're passionate about. Perhaps you could do it right now. Perhaps it's available to you right now. Perhaps it doesn't need to be really hard. Perhaps the fact that it's something that comes easily to you is because it's meant for you. It's the thing you're built for. Perhaps it doesn't need to feel really hard and to take a long time. I just want to invite you to consider some of these things. So think about what are the things that you feel like are a long way off? Is it really true that it's a long way off? And why do you feel like you believe that? For me, I know it was my upbringing. It was what was modeled for me, what I saw, what I heard. And, you know, being a young woman born in the 70s and coming up through that time where there's a lot of change going on for women, certainly. And there was a lot that was just expected that was inherent in being a woman as well. And one of those things was to not stand out and don't be too high on yourself and modesty, you know, which these modesty, beautiful quality. But I think what ended up happening is for me and so many women that I know, we put that at such a high bar in terms of importance in our life that it became impossible to actually even accept a compliment, right? And so then to be able to step out and do something you're really passionate about feels really, really scary. And so it's taken me years to work through a lot of those things and so many of the women in my world as well. And it's so beautiful to be at this place where we can be having conversations like this about it. And what really brought this up for me, this whole conversation about does it need to take forever, does it need to be really hard, came about when I was on a walk and I was having a conversation with a friend and thinking about some of the really pivotal times in my life where I had opportunities come to me seemingly from out of nowhere and Sometimes I didn't even really see them as an opportunity because I felt, well, how could that really be an opportunity that I could really profit from or benefit from? Like, it's too easy. It's, it's, it, they would never come to anything because it's too easy. And so I would like actually divert opportunities <laughs> because they felt too easy. Then I would see someone else doing the similar thing that I had been, you know, maybe presented with. And I'm like, but look, look what they're doing. They're like, creating a huge, beautiful business. What? what? <laughs> How'd that happen? So it started to tune in, wait a second, maybe there's something to this. And as I look back at all of the really, truly important pivotal points in my life, I see that very often it wasn't so much that I was working so hard to get those opportunities. It was that I was showing up, I was present and I was just open and I was available for them. 
when they landed. And then I got to choose yay or nay. Do I want to do this? Don't I want to do this? And I went with my intuition for those things that felt like a yes. And they turned out really well. Some things that felt like a yes immediately may have started pretty well. And then they kind of diverted and maybe a door closed. But had I not taken that step, I would never have learned the thing, met the person, been placed into that atmosphere to receive yet the next opportunity. Is this making sense? This has been my strategy for success. And it seems like I'm hearing other stories about this as well. I don't know what this looks like for you, but I really invite you to excavate your own success patterns in your life and look at where are those areas that you have achieved something you're so proud of, you're so grateful for, it just felt so good, it was the right decision. What came before that? How did it show up? Were you working so hard, tirelessly to get there? Or was it something that came about a different way? It may be completely different for you. I would love to hear it personally. So please send me a DM. Just let me know. Tell me your story. I love hearing people's stories. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that is really what lights me up is the connection to people, hearing their stories, hearing the origin story, hearing that winding path of what took them from where they are to where they are now. It just lights me up so much because it shows me while we are all different, we all want to make a difference. We all want to feel like our lives have meaning and that we're living in the way that feels good and that feels aligned to who we are. And when we do that thing and when we live that way, there's an ease, there's a joy, there's deep satisfaction that really nothing else could compare, right? I often thought about if someone were just to like say, here's $20 million, here you go, what would I do? And you know what? I'm telling you right in this moment, while certain things in my life would change in terms of maybe location of where I live, you know, perhaps like different places that I frequent, the actual work of my soul would be the same work. I would just be doing more of it. I would be collaborating more. I would be connecting more. I would be wanting to impact more lives. And I would want to, of course, be contributing more to those causes that are really, really important to me. So what's it for you? If yours just dropped a whole heap load of money that meant you never had to work another day in your life in order to have your needs met and to live a beautiful life, what would you be doing? And guess what? You get to start doing that right now. You don't have to wait. There doesn't need to be a certain magical number in your bank account for you to take a step towards it. You can start now. And I hope me sharing some of this gives you a little bit of insight and inspiration to really look at these things in your own life. This is the summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. This season here, or whether it's winter, if you're on the other side of the world, we're in a new era in time. We'll never get this time again. How are we going to make it count? It's exciting when you think about what you can do. There's endless possibilities for you. And I just want to remind you, like, you are magic. You are here for a reason. We need you. We need all of you to just live the life you're meant to live. 
because who knows what beautiful impact that you're going to make. And as always, I invite you to be going about these things with a sense of ease, caring for yourself, the whole self-care strategy of doing what lights you up without burning out is very real. I live by it and I guide people in it. And if you want to know how to truly tap into that, I invite you to go check out the season's self-care app. I have a cyclical self-care primer in there. It's part of the free version of the app that you can walk through in a one week period to guide you into finding your best way of living and working and following your creativity based on your own energetic patterns and your cyclical rhythms. It's really cool. It's something that's been really defining how I live my life and those around me. And I'm really grateful for it. So go check that out. You'll, if you're listening, you'll see it at the link in the show notes. If you're watching this here, you'll see it at the link in my bio on Instagram. I'm really grateful for you. I hope that you really, really feel into this idea that is the truth. It doesn't have to be hard. There's a reason why we're taught that it is. And it's because many parts of society maybe don't want us to rise and to really make our impact because it's harder to control that, right? So think about what that looks like for you. You get to do it your way. And I am cheering you on in whatever it is that you end up doing. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. We'll see you on another either mini-sode on Mondays or another Instagram live conversation with one of my people who I enjoy so much in my community. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Big blessings.